And what's going on? Welcome back to Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, the podcast. Talking music, metal, drinking beers, occasional guests thrown in there. Sometimes. Marcus and Anthony's with you today. Jay is in parts unknown and uh, did not call in today. Not feeling up to the weather, so it's all right. The show must go on. We rock on without him. It's my story. I'm sticking with it. I like it. It's all I got. But what I actually do have, I do actually have a featured artist for today. The uh, the the men over at Mask of Sanity were uh, awesome enough to uh, actually send over some tunes for us. We got three tracks of theirs that we're going to share throughout the episode. Mask of Sanity is a four piece. They come from Indianapolis, Indiana. I was checking out their Facebook page. Uh, Genre wise, they call themselves metal, grunge, doom, sludge. All of the above. All of the above. So like, uh, you know, like, you know, a big old bunch of stuff. (laughs) <laughs> for lack of better words. <laughs> uh, the band's influenced by uh, bands like, you know, Alice in Chains, Metallica, System of Down, Sabbath, Macedon, Demons of Rathica, and Attila. So, I mean, they got a pretty, a pretty wide range. Um, they are currently working on their full debut length, uh, World of Sin, which is, has a projected release of sometime in 2019. Mask of Sanity is Freddy Rodriguez on guitar and vocals, Jeff Regan on guitar, Brandon Davis on bass, and Max Barber on uh, drums and percussion. And for your listening pleasure, this is going to be Mask of Sanity. The song is Alive. Enjoy.
So, for Mask of Insanity, I actually looked it up. It's also based on... Well, I don't know if it's based off of it, but I would like to know if it's based off... There's a book um, called The Mask of Sanity, uh, which is an attempt to clarify some issues about the so-called psychopathic personality. So it would be interesting to know if that was any kind of influence the term behind it, whether the lyrics, whatnot. Well, actually, I might actually have the answer for that. Okay, let's see it. Okay, so... They actually have this uh, really cool story on their uh, Facebook page. It's called a laying down riff territory. So I will, uh, it's not overly long, so I will read somewhat verbatim. <clears throat> Mask of Sanity was originally Mad World, began as a three-piece grunge outlet 2015 when Freddie Rodriguez and then drummer Taylor Hernley traveled to Bloomington, Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm sorry, Bloomington, <laughs> Indiana, to record the World of Full of Sin demos with Joseph Heiss. Upon its completion, Brandon Davis was recruited to take over bass duties. The three rehearsed material in their rotation and wrote for wrote a few new jams to cater towards the doom metal side of the scene. After gigging for a few months, the three sought out Max Barber to record their debut EP entitled Child of Man. While recording, Mask of Sanity recruited guitarist Jeff Regan, adding another layer of creativity to the band's riffage and making live performances all the more heavy. While his writing may not be present in Child of Man, he's been supplying a bounty of soaring licks for their forthcoming debut full-length World Full of Sin. Uh, releasing Child of Man shed some light on how common a band name Mad World truly was, causing distribution issues and headaches all around. The band name temporarily became two, uh, called the Draoi, D-R-A-O-I, however you want to pronounce that. After gigging under the fresh moniker for a few months, Taylor was given an incredible opportunity to drum for Way Jennings and the Unwanted. Taylor left the band, leaving a vacancy soon filled by friend of the band, Max Barber. Turns out Max was not only a recording engineer, but a multi-instrumentalist and a singer. The band jammed with their latest producer and sub- subsequently <laughs> words, established a harmonious synergy with their new follow-up, or their new lineup, excuse me. Thanks to Max, the band's sound molded into the genre the band has tried to be since the very beginning. Honest to goodness, heavy metal. With, uh, and this is where I think we get to your answer. <laughs> With Freddie, Brandon, Jeff, and now Max, the band concluded that a rebirth was in order. They ditched the The Droid to adopt a new, more appropriate name. Borrowing from a song featured on the World Full of Sin demo, the band was born anew as Mask of Sanity and have since begun their quest for global domination. Gig after gig, they've been laying down riff territory and establishing a name for themselves across the Midwestern United States. With their signature sludge, slime, and thrashy overtones, they continue to pave their new world order as far as they can reach. Very detailed. Riff territory. Second gen neat. I plan on sharing that. I'm probably not necessarily reading it word for word, but hell, why not? It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Exactly. We the people. We the people. That being said, I believe we have this. Heavy metal headlines. For the uh, for first story of the headlines, I have actually um, I, I've taken a few articles together, and uh, this is relatively old news as of like about a month old. But first was, month of May, roughly. Um, first first couple Ish. of days of May. Get yeah. to May second is when it happened. Yeah, May second was the actual date, but um. The, uh, this story, Lamb of God guitarist Willie Adler's main guitar and John Campbell's bass was stolen in, uh, in Phoenix. The story uh, originated early May, May 5th, quoting stories from UltimateGuitar.com, uh, LambGoat.com, and RevolverMagazine.com. Uh, Willie Adler announced through social media his Warbird was stolen 
along with a hand-painted, one-of-a-kind base belonging to John Campbell. The, uh, the theft happened Thursday morning, which was uh, May 2nd, with reports from the band saying that the equipment was taken from the band's semi-truck at the Ak Chin Pavilion in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, quote from Willie, <clears throat> The pieces of shit that did this are suspected to be employed by Ak Chin Pavilion. Local hands that were working Wednesday, our tour production day, apparently they waited around for all to leave and made their way into the back of our semi to commit this felony. Again, under the watch of Ak Chin Pavilion, and their security. And uh, he went on to quote, Karma is a uh, fucking bitch. Lamb of God was currently, uh, is, uh, was currently on tour and currently still is on tour with uh, Slayer, Amana Marth, and uh, Cannibal Corpse. Um, from Revolver, I'll read verbatim following an Instagram post in which guitarist Willie Adler called out the thieves and posted a picture of the stolen goods in question. Uh, Phoenix New... Sorry, that printed off weird... Phoenix News Times reports that a fan identified as Jay Thrash noticed Adler's ESP Warburg six-string for sale on a website called OfferUp.com and attempted to track down the uh, the sellers and enact as a vigilante justice. Yep. He's going to meet up with him and beat the piss out of him. Yeah, so Thrash uh, put a bit on the guitar. He sent a pick to the guitar to Adler trying to see if he would give him actually send him the serial number to ensure it's a match. His intent, like as Anthony just mentioned, was to to um after the offer being accepted to meet up with the thief and just beat his ass but he uh later decided to give the ad to the uh the phoenix police adler had seen the pick declared it was 100 percent his and offered to recoup 300 bucks that was the bid stated he just wanted justice done and the thief to get that's it 300 bucks huh? yeah that seems silly well i guess if you like stole something you just want to get rid of it and make it somebody else's problem i guess so uh the quote the quote unquote seller got cold feet and actually withdrew from the deal and, or I should actually say ghosted the deal and like changed everything like his profile pic, his profile information like it probably felt like the heat was on. Oh yeah. Uh, Phoenix police um, at this time have yet to name a suspect or recover the guitar stating the problem is more, the problem is the more the info gets out the harder it is to sniff out these uh, these thieves before the problem goes like completely underground or as they actually quoted uh, gone into the wind. Right. Um any information, if, if anybody, if anybody's listening from the uh, Phoenix area, any information can be offered up in a silent witness by calling the uh, number 460. Oh, my goodness. Words and numbers today, dude. 460-W-I-T-N-E-S-S. Part-timers or paid hands for a large event at the Ak Chin Pavilion are still at large in this case. So, um, coming of May 14th, the uh, so there have been three people arrested for the thefts of said guitars. Uh, so way better research than what I did. Nice job. Authorities <laughs> say three people have been arrested for stealing three guitars from the Lamb of God earlier this month, sometime between midnight and 4:30 on May 2nd. Uh, Phoenix police say that the three, sorry, say three of the band's guitars were stolen as we from the uh, Action uh, Pavilion. And so a detective found one of the stolen guitars for sale in the online app, which was the one you spoke of. And the, uh, another was turned away by a pawn shop, evidently, according to police. Uh, so on the 8th, uh, officers arrested a 62-year-old William Widener, a 51-year-old Michael Balansky in Mesa, and 34-year-old Justin Peterson was arrested the following day. The three have been charged with theft and trafficking in stolen property. But unfortunately, none of the guitars have been recovered. 
We still need the guitars, people. So I'm wondering if... if it's weird to me, because if they're supposedly these Atkin employees, wouldn't they have some sort of record? Well, it really depends because I mean, if they're just um, if they're just like local stagehands that they just pick up of like, like you know a, like you, you a can contractor pick, kind of thing you can pick those up at like temp services you can like you can offer like yeah, a couple weeks worth of work and like you know you get right. like a straight amount of pay like you just pretty much get basic information and like who knows what the uh, the screening process is what what makes me wonder is it's like so if you buy something of such uh, a labyrinth or you steal something of such a labyrinth. I mean, in order to sell said artifact, like you're gonna sell that as, hey, this is Willie Adler's main guitar, or this is a custom one-of-a-kind bass from like John Campbell of Lamb of God. Sure. So you would think that's gonna spark interest from fans. Right. Now, wouldn't the fans upset? I mean, so would a fan like try to buy it from a thief, and with the intent of like flipping it back to the band, expecting to get like big reward? Or, I don't I think mean, it was well planned. I feel like this would they was, like just turn them in. Or? I feel like this was like a like a in the moment steal and didn't really have an elaborate plan afterward. They kind of had it and like shit, what have I done? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I got this. Now what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> like when your dog grabs his tail, you know. It's kind of weird. Just kind of weird how it's like okay. So if I'm a fan of Lamb of God, do I really want to purchase their stolen guitar and do what with it? Right. Exactly. Lock into my basement and show my friends. <laughs> so, yeah, so that way they know you stole it. So go, well, oh, no, no, I didn't steal it. I bought it. Still, you're still a piece of shit. Oh, agreed. Especially the custom hand-painted job, man. Huh? Custom hand-painted base, one of a kind. Come on, give it back to this dude. We're just trying to put it's on, happened, like... It happened, it happened a few times. Uh, if I remember, uh, Zach Wilder, uh, his guitar was... I think it was either stolen or left somewhere or lost. And a fan actually found it after knowing that he lost it and actually contacted him and ended up getting it back to him so it does happen I mean there's enough of us out there I'm sure one of us will see it just odd to me odd to me yeah I agree did you bring any stories with you today no nope. all right so, so following you as friend okay so my uh, my second one was actually kind of a uh so I, um, I'm actually watching a, uh, a, a poll on Facebook, which I guess I have to be like more careful if I want to actually do some uh, field research as to what I put down for options because I guess my, my, my fun one is the one that's getting the, the most votes, but, that, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> a little biased. Just to share with the audience here, my poll question is, uh, I'm taking a quick poll, uh, field research for an episode of the podcast. Uh, do you think it would be wrong to ban cell phones at live concerts? My options were no, yes, and who fucking cares, stay metal and mosh. Well, it's an overwhelming support for who fucking cares, stay metal and mosh. But if I go if I go down to the serious answers, the uh, the so far no. Uh, so no, it is not wrong to ban cell phones at live concerts. Is uh, is overwhelming to the uh, to the yeses. Yes. And, you know, a lot of the feedback is like they'll take a couple of pictures, but then their phone goes in their pocket. That's what a lot of people yeah. They watch the show. The reason for all this is I uh, I pulled up the I pulled up an article I I went with uh, blabbermouth.net for this one and I watched a Judas Priest uh, Rob Halford kick a phone out of a fan's hand during a concert. It's in the video. It's it's pretty comical. It just goodbye. He Later. fucking booted it, dude. It wasn't like a like a nudge with the foot. He fucking punted it. 
like, Pew! you could like see it go like eight rows deep. <laughs> like, it was like, wow. That's a story to bring home. So this show, he kicked it out of my hand. The whole premise, like Rod, Rob Halford actually said that the reason why he did it was the person that was taking the video. This guy was like right up in the front. Well, the light row. was on, right? The flash. He put the light on. Yeah. He said it was distracting him it, because like he's getting, which not to not to justify the or like defend the guy with the cell phone because like we'll talk about our opinions on this after, but. There's so many fucking lights at these shows. You're telling, I mean, like, you're telling me that that like, one guy was a, a the light issue. With a, a light with a cell phone like, is huh. blinding you and distracting you. Uh, it's kind of comical, but <clears throat> uh, I will. Uh, the the link for this will obviously be up. But um, you, you can actually see the video. The video is only like like a minute long, and like at the 39 second clip, you can see the punt. <laughs> but he like literally like mid mid vocal like walks over there and just fucking boots it. It's not the first time. It's it's been a situation at a concert with a phone uh david draymond actually from disturbed uh called out an individual for being on his phone so because he wasn't like either paying attention or whatnot well part of this art part of this art yeah part of this article that i thought was interesting was they actually went on to go over like a whole bunch of different artists that have spoken out against this including uh slipped on stone sours Corey taylor yes uh his quote was, it's, uh, it's, it's fine if people want to take pictures of his band's shows, but not so much if they are vide- videotaping entire performances. It's like one thing to film it. It's another thing to just be staring at your screen while you're filming it. Um, uh, Godsmack frontman front Sully Erna spoke out against cell phone use at con- concerts, saying that there's something really magical that happens when you are not experiencing live performances through a little foreign screen. Uh, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row is spe- speaking out, spoken out against it. Um, Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden actually chastised a fan for texting during an Iron Maiden concert, calling him a wanker. Of course you would. Uh, <clears throat> but an interesting part of this article was, I guess there was um, there was a uh, there was a show in Los Angeles in April of 2016 when Axl Rose reunited with uh, Guns N' Roses. Yep. Um, the bandmates uh, Duff McG- uh, McKagan and uh, Slash at the concert they actually said the phone the, it was phone free you were not allowed to take your phone yep. into the venue yeah. and uh, McKagan was actually quoted for it by saying "Is like god it was wonderful um, it was like it was the old school feeling where people are like dancing and getting down and like it was like really cool like so people like weren't like so absorbed in like watching it like through their screen and like catching everything like a lot of these guys are like chastising it's like just put your fucking cell phone away you're not even gonna watch this footage later or it's not gonna come out like at any kind of quality or well I got I got two things uh, follow along with it Uh, this is from Loudwire and uh, just talking about the subject in general. Um, and this was quoted. So the model for releasing albums and touring nowadays is kind of flipped. Um, touring used to be aimed at driving album sales. But now music is released prior mm. to the band to put them on tour. You know what I mean? So the touring is the most important thing today as money is generated not only from ticket sales, but merch and VIP meets and greets. If a band performs an unreleased song for the first time on stage, somebody captures a video, it goes viral. You know what I mean? Um, so, it's kind of weird in a way. Like, it's it's more or less the uh, venue you're at. Because if you have, like, a big, 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 big 
you know, Gillette Stadium stats venue, it's very difficult to monitor that. You know what I mean? There's just way too many people. Well, you may or may not remember, like back in the day, you weren't allowed to bring any kind of photography or, right. or recording yeah. devices. Well, they like, technically still can't. Like they, they got can't fucked really. when they when like the phones pretty much do a better job than like all of the said devices. Right. Yeah. No. For sure. But I, I also wanted to follow up um, to kind of bounce off, um, you know, the different um, band members, their opinions and whatnot. Um, so a perfect circle and the Misfits announced they would implement a ban on cell phones as well. But uh, Troy Sanders from Mastodon quoted, I don't think that we've even entertained the audacity to try to restrict our fans who are paying hard earned money to see us. And that's mm. what it comes down to. If the fans are paying for it, they can experience the show however they want within the parameters of the law, obviously, you know, XYZ. But to be fair, he did note that if the artist announces the rules before tickets go on sale, that's their right to do so. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I have mixed views on this. So, I was, I was looking at, at certain ways people have kind of done it. Um, the Berlin venue, known as the Burkane, something like that. Uh, so the, the, their way of doing it is to, which is, seems kind of silly, but what they did was uh, the uh, German nightclub decided, excuse me, simply putting a sticker on the cameras or the phones. Can't people just take those off? Yeah, or you're desecrating somebody else's property. Like, well, That way they're technically implementing their no cameras policy instead of no phone policy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I feel like you get into like sketchy territory when but, you. Um, going more into this, so what they've, what I, what I've uh, found out, they have something called a yonder, which is spelled Y O N D R. Okay, so this, uh, it's a, it's a, f- it. So the question's asked here. What it is is, is the yonder creates a phone-free space for artists, comedians, teachers, organizations, and more. The Yonder system is a simple solution to a technological problem that allows you to maintain possession of your phone at all times. So what it is, so upon the arrival to the venue, all phones and smartwatches are placed in said case. It's like a little, I'll, I'll send it to Marcus so he has the pictures, but it's like a little, little bag kind of case and it locks. So the only way you can unlock it is at the end of the show, obviously when you leave, or they have um, stations set up kind of around the venue on like the outskirts that you can unlock your phone to check messages X, Y, Z. But you're not allowed back into said venue until it's locked again. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of work. It, it's it's weird, right? It sounds very expensive, it's, too. That's yeah, what <laughs> I mean. This like, cost a fortune. What are these ticket prices going to be? It's <laughs> kind of strange. Yeah, so you, you put the phone in the case, you lock it up, you do your thing, and then you unlock it when you go to the, the lobby or wherever you're allowed to use your phone. So it's Comco's, I think it is, that like Rob Halford like just completely booted. I, I can actually speak from like personal experience on this matter where, it, you know what, it actually kind of drives me nuts and like, I'm, I'm, this is kind of the pot calling the kettle black in this one because I've, I've totally done this. I mean, I think we all have. But like when a band like first comes out and the first thing that you see is like, Everybody, a thousand cameras right. go up in the air, right. and like if you're just standing there, like in front of, like, and all these people in front of you, and now like not only you're just looking over hands and heads, right. now I got the goddamn cell phone. So like I'm actually watching it on a four-inch screen right. that belongs to somebody else. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that part kind of drives me nuts. But on on a more opinion side, I mean, I mean, you and I are both equally uh, what's the word? Guilty of this. Um, but like I like a lot of people. I mean, you know, you pull you pull it out, take a few snaps, and then you put it back. I mean, it's more or less. I like to have the memory of it, so I can be like, "Dude, check this out. This is what I saw." You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. The whole the whole I right. was there aspect. Of yeah, it. I don't need to record the whole performance or something like that. Yeah, we put it on like a social media, mm-hmm. then I can delete it off my phone. Exactly. Like my social right. media is now or like covering my right. covering my uh, my bandwidth. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, it, it's 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 hard. Like I get it. You know why it's actually an interesting concept to like bring up the uh, the banning uh, cell phones at like live concerts kind of a thing. Like you can't even bring it in. It's an interesting concept for for one reason. I actually wonder how this generation can handle that. Well, here's like, would you actually lose ticket sales because you couldn't bring your phone? Well, here's the thing. Um, and I was reading a lot of people's comments on certain things. And one example, let's say you have a babysitter at home while you're at said concert. Yeah. And you yeah. have to check up on that. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Or if there's an emergency, like somebody calls you, and you know what I mean. Like there's, there's like, there's you gotta, like, there's, you gotta, you gotta yeah, bring back the, the beeper. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or pager. Uh. But in, and that's I think the hardest part is you have the the personal side of it. You know what I mean? For emergencies, like calling friends. You know, you walking home alone to your car. You know what I mean? Something like that. Like. No, it's 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 one it's 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 a big gray area. It's a slippery slope. So it it's is. like, it's like, so what, I mean, what's the, uh, what it's like, it turns into like, what's the end game? It's like, tell the artist to get over it. Get with the times. Like, I'm sorry. It is what it is. But it's also their show as well. It, you know what I mean? It kind of goes, but, but the thing is, is and I, I slightly agree with the Mastodon guy, guys, because I mean, these people are paying money. They should really enjoy it how they want. Right. I'm down with the Flash thing though. If the Flash would really that like bug you, like, that, okay, I get okay. that. Like you can easily know Flash. That's totally understanding. I mean, I try to think, like, a venue, like, when we played, like, the Raven, like, I'm staring into a spotlight, like, the whole time, so, like, I don't Pretty see much. shit. I don't no. even know if there's people out there. Right. I mean, there's usually not, but that's fine. <laughs> there might have been. Or maybe, who knows? can see him. Are you out there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? But, interesting. Interesting. It's a funny video, though. Go watch Rob Alfred play. Pontophonicron. He fucking booted it, dude. It was, like, it was awesome. All right, to wrap this topic up, I know it's only been like a few minutes. Let me just double check the uh, world metal scene. I love this group. I love the world metal scene. So between the yeses and the noes, like more more people on a four to one clip right now are saying no, no versus yes. But on like a thirty to one clip right now, it's like who fucking cares? Stay metal and mosh. Actually, you know what? Can I actually bring up one other thing that's annoying about that? Cool. So, like, if they are trying to record the performance and, like, take all the photos that they want and the dumbasses happen to get bumped and drop their goddamn phone, everybody's going to drop their shit and try to fit, find your fucking phone that you weren't responsible enough to hold on to right. even though a mosh pit was just opening up behind you or in you or around you, <laughs> in you. kind of a thing. I mean, that's the part that's kind of like, all right, get over yourself, dude. I'm not, I'm not crawling the fucking palladium floor looking for your Blackberry, bro. Blackberry, <laughs> that's still a thing. iPhone, iPhone, that's probably more relevant. I'm not, I'm not finding your razor. Your razor, I'm not finding your flip phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That'd be the one phone to survive, mind you. Probably would. It would probably probably take it like a champ. Not these Samsung Galaxies or Notes or... I don't even know. Is that what, is that what the Samsung phones are? The Galaxies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Well, I mean, if you like like having a laptop in your hand, the Note, I suppose. Yeah, hey, I've always been an iPhone guy, so I don't know all these. I don't know the hip. The hip. The hip stuff. And cool beans. Yes, yes. Good news. Good news. Good news. I like it. I like it. How about some more uh, Mask of uh, Mask of Sanity? Do it. This is Child of Mine. Enjoy.
just another quick shout out to the Mask of Sanity guys, uh, like, and thanking them for actually like sharing their tunes with us today. Make sure that you actually go and uh, check out the uh, episode notes and go like, go find them on Facebook, uh, give them a like, and uh, they have a band camp. Like, go go buy some shit. Yeah, do it. So. <clears throat> It's been a long, long time since Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack podcast has talked uh, cover covers, songs. Covers, covers. Episode four. Yeah, Jesus. Believe it or not. 56 episodes ago. <laughs> maybe 57. Good Lord. Currently one in editing that might be two. That's cool. That's cool. But if you're listening to this, you've already heard that. So, in either case, it was a lot of episodes ago uh-huh. since uh-huh. we talked covers. And we only talked ten. Yeah. yeah. And I think the cover subject is a... Uh, can be uh, like hit or miss because some people are really touchy about cover songs. Actually, funny story today. Uh, so, in spite of said uh, episode at work, I kind of just filtered out a bunch of covers all day at work. I just kind of just found them and just went with them. Didn't really listen to them. I just kind of said, and we're all just going to see what happens. Uh, Fall Out Boy covered a Whitney Houston song and it happened to be on, and our linen guy showed up to put the linen away. And he walked out and was like, Who the fuck? Is destroying this Whitney Houston song. It's pretty funny. Like it was, it was a lot of beef thrown around. It was a good, it was a good time. So yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm like, why, why do you care, Mister? I'm covered in tattoos. Fucking, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> but no, it was, it was interesting. I for, you know, episode four was like so long ago. I forget if we actually talked about this. What, what, what do you prefer in a cover? Do you, pre, do you prefer like a band actually like kind of leaves the essence of a song and just kind of like does it's, a version of it, or do they have gotta, to like make it their own? With it's their... good. They got to make it their own, but okay. you can't lose a song. Okay, so that makes gotta, sense. It does. The only the only time that I would actually probably like defy against that would be a System of a Down's Metro. Because sure. that sounds nothing like the original. Right. I wouldn't even know that was a cover. Exactly. That's one of those ones. I mean, I think it's more so for more, I don't mean to bash on the Metro, but more popular songs. You know what I mean? Like if you, like I Had the Tiger. You know what I mean? Like you know that song. Yeah. It's there. But if you fuck it up and you're just like, well, I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's like, yeah. So we're taking, a different, we're taking a different approach at this today. Now, unfortunately, these are uh, most of these are national recording artists, so we, uh, we, we cannot play them for you as much as we'd want to. But... Well, we uh, we decided not to stay all positive today. We got we got uh, we're gonna do probably somewhere between three and five ups and three and five downs. Yeah. And we've also reached out to World Metal Scene as well the other day, and I grabbed a few uh, popular um, covers that people people throwing out. So I, I got a few uh, after we do ours. I'll throw out theirs and kind of shout outs and whatnot. So thank you guys for for jumping in and uh, giving us your thoughts. Very trendy in that group with a certain certain couple of groups. Yeah. Just covers for days on these certain groups. Yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. I've, I mean, I'm, ever since, what, Tuesday, Wednesday, I've just been like, covers. My brain is full of covers. Pretty crazy. So. Shit. I'm, I'm looking down at my page of notes because, like, I just have, like, a whole mess of stuff. And I said I would, like, I would just figure this out on the fly. But now, now I'm, like, now I'm, like, freezing up here. Why don't we do one top and one bottom? Okay. I'm going to start with a bottom. I'm going to start with a negative, then I'm going to take us back up with a uh, with a positive. Here you go. Compliment sandwich. Yep. Compliment sandwich. Um, I've already made fun of this album. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Before. But I'm going to... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna kind of single out... I'm only going to single out one off of this album because I already I already left a review. I already said I didn't like the album. I thought it was it was hot garbage except for maybe one track that was kind of neat. Um, 
So I'm, I'm going to pick up the butchery that was the Aces High cover from Arch Enemy. Now, would you take this one over the Children of Bodom one? Or would it be... Be the pick one. I didn't... Children of Bodom did? Aces sure High? Sure did. I, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it's well established uh, that I said the Children of Bodom needs to stop doing covers. This is very true. I, I thought that would be the first thing you say. Although... I thought you would just... Well, Children of Bodom. Not even like the song, just no, all of them. Number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two. It's coming. But as I say that, there's actually a couple of Children of Bodom covers that were actually pretty good. There's some decent ones. Well, uh, may, I may or may not get yeah, to those yeah. like later. But um, so Aces High. The, the problem with Arch Enemy doing Aces High, I mean, actually, the instrumental was actually fine, but it was kind of pretty much just doing what Iron Maiden did. Like, they didn't really make anything their own. Except I, they, it's just... Her vocals just don't do it. When you... When you have a song with such intense vocals, like Bruce Dickinson has... If you're going to do Dickinson, you need some Dickinson. And then you just go... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's just, like, well, it's like, it's just boring. It's at that flat. Point. It's flat and it sucks. That's why I, I mean, we talked about it the last 10 million episodes ago. Uh, the uh, Affiance cover of Race High is phenomenal. Yeah. Because you can hit those notes. They made the music heavier. Uh-huh. And they and kept the, the Dickinson the, the, voice. The dude can still fucking sing. Uh-huh. It's awesome. Yeah. Say Mark should do that one too, but no. Talk about me. You gonna do that? that that's what I'm saying. Hey, good luck. Have to practice for like 20 years. Smashing your testicles in the middle of practice. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's so, so that's a low. No, I won't. I won't pound out because I'm actually I'm actually a really big Arch Enemy fan, but maybe no, not for I covers. Think, I think you're a big listen, White Gloves. Okay, well, you know. Whatever. Just because that's the girl that I'm going to marry doesn't mean it. A lot of heat on her. Uh, topic for another day. All right, let's go with an up. I'm going to go with a weird one to start. It's actually at the bottom of my list, but I'm, I'm going to go with a weird one because uh, I, I feel like people like still may be paying attention right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Get it out of the way now. Really let them lose their attention. Okay, so there was a, there was a song, I, I believe it was early 2000s, like Headstrong by Trapped. Yes. Okay. So I ran into this video on accident today, and I was like, oh, "Huh." Those are the best ones. Interesting. So it's not by a band. It's not by a band. So the gentleman that uh, that did this video, his name is uh, Caleb Hiles. Caleb Hiles is an American YouTuber. Uh-huh. If like I look the rest him up of the on, world. Uh, uh, yeah, like the rest <laughs> of the world now. Like like that Louis that Louis um, ah, his name's escaping me, but he does like a quadrillion fucking metal covers. Leo. Leo. Yeah, yeah. Leo. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. Um, this is Caleb Hiles. It's featuring a man called Rashab Richad EB, which is, I think it's supposed to kind of look like the E flat, uh-huh. and a gentleman named uh, Travis Cart. So you have an online producer and a vi- videographer that did this. They did a metal version of Headstrong. So they just made it more metal? So, Not that it's a metal song, but I mean, it's still pretty pumping. Tune. No, it's you know what? Because like Headstrong by Trapped is kind of like it's got a little poppiness to it. It does. Like it's kind of light. It's, it's not the, necessarily. It's the song, so, what was neat about this cover, which I'm trying to find and talking to Chugum at the same time, so they didn't change so much of the essence of the song. Like they kept a lot of it, to be honest. Ah, so sorry. 
so the um the instrumentalists like they they kind of maybe chugged it up like a little bit more like they still kept like the uh, the the choruses like pretty pretty similar like he has a he has like a like a, a decent voice like as far okay. as like the choruses go uh the verses go but then like they just meddled it up a little bit so in the, the, new in metal the chorus and I don't know. It's like it added some life to it. I'm kind of like, oh, well, you know, that was a, that was an okay song. Like it's right. not, it's not I mean, it was a popular a, one. It's a rock pop, hard rock pop, however you want, sure. however you want to call it. But then like I, I I I hear these guys and like they're just doing like they're like little metal, they're little metal, like very little, mm-hmm. just to give it a little bit of oomph. Yeah, a little bit of backup, a little bit. It just it just lifens it, it up fills, a little bit. It fills like, it out. I'm like, oh, it's almost like it was updated. Oh, that that was neat. Updated. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like modernized. They yeah, knew modern, metal. Modernized. Yeah, I like how you said they knew metal. They knew metal. Post, pro, pre metal. Yeah. Post, <laughs> pop, hardcore, metal rock. Tactical fish metal. <laughs> so that was cool. Nice. Very nice. So that's my, that my first down, my first up. So I'll leave my. I didn't do live versions. I mean, I did, but I didn't put them in the list. I kind of did them as like a side thing. Sure. I'll do those later. But uh, I'm going to start with uh, a bottom as well. Um, so there was this kind of like back and forth thing between the Offspring and 311. <laughs> so Offspring covered a 311 song and 311 covered an Offspring song. The, uh, the song 311 covered, I don't remember off the top of my head. Down. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. But that, that is a 311 song. I'm sorry. It is. You were correct. But um, the Offspring decided it would be a good idea to cover Down and, I don't know, destroy it? You would think a producer would have stepped in at one point. But it's funny because if you listen to 311's version of Self-Esteem, it's, it's good. It sounds like Self-Esteem? I... <laughs> I, I think there's a uh, there's an under uh, underrated amount of talent in 311. Oh, they're they're all super super talented, but like the 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 cover of da- of down is so it's like they tried to make it faster, and like it's got like this whiny voice behind it. It's just it's not very good. I'm sorry guys, I like the Offspring. I always have, but I don't know, man. And this is pretty recent. If Super I'm fast punk version. Pretty much. Because w- w- the song came out when? 2018, last year. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of at the past their prime, I guess. Because they haven't really put much out, but it's it's not very. It's not very good. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, don't do it. But uh, to bring it up a little bit, I will start with. Um, so unfortunately, this song is no longer on Spotify because I tried to I tried to find it, but it wasn't there. Both um, us. If we all know, uh, Iron Butterfly of Inagata De Vida is the the original, um, which I think the original song is God twenty something minutes long. It's fucking ridiculous. But Blind Guardian uh, covered Inagata De Vida, and. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's super good. It's the shorter version, so I think it's like four, four or five minutes long. But, um, I mean, I love the guitar work in Blind Guardian. I always have. It's so unique and distinct, and it, it makes the song awesome. It's, it's got a lot of organ action. It, it has all their fancy keyboard nonsense behind it. It's, it's good. It's, it's super good. 
I mean, if you if you like Inagata Davida, and if you don't know Inagata Davida, you probably should. That's one of the, the staples in the music department. But uh, you know, they get the double bass going on there. Cause why not? Because always fucking blind guardian. But uh, he hits all the high notes and everything. Like I mean, he fills out well. It's it's a good cover. The original song actually annoys me. Not to be a downer, but no, that's fine. You ri- just the original. It's not not for everybody. A little bit, a little bit of life added to it from yeah. Blind Guardian. I like that. I love the guitar work. It sounds so cool. Blind, Blind Guardian's always had cool guitar sounds. But yeah, was, uh, so I'm gonna actually uh, I'm gonna throw in a submitted uh, cover for us. Um, this is from James Swanson. So thank you, James. Is a band called uh, Vomitron. Now I've never heard of these guys, but they covered "Eye of the Tiger," so they they do a lot of covers. I was kind of going through some of the stuff they they covered, like the Ninja Turtle theme from uh, uh, not Turtles in Time, the the original one for the NES, stuff like that. And it's kind of neat because it it has this kind of transformer like Voltron kind of. Almost like when you're playing Star Fox with the boss and it's got fucking Andros kind of thing going on. Like, like it's 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 very interesting the, the way that it's set up. It's it's different. It's not it's not all metal. It's got a lot of synth going on back and forth. But it's it's a it's a cool cover. It's de- it definitely stood out when I was looking listening to it because there's a lot of covers of Eye of the Tiger, some better than others. But this one this one's cool. Definitely, definitely check out. I wonder if Vomitron get uh, sued by Metallica for stealing their logo Saw that too, huh? yeah. appearance and killing the snake from the Black Album. Oh, is that what that? That's what that ah, is. I'm just picking up yeah. on. It. Oh, that makes so much sense now. What that has to do with the Eye of the Tiger, I'm not sure. But it's cool. This is gnarly, yeah, isn't it? In a good way. So much coolness. What about you, Marcus? What do you got next? All right. I guess we'll stick with the downer first, and then we'll go up to the upper. All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Background noise. All right. So as Anthony called out, I'm going to I'm gonna pick on these guys that they should never, ever do covers. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, hit me, baby, one more time. The Oops, I Did It Again cover yeah, from Children of Bodom is fucking creepy and weird. And isn't her voice in it? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, they just played over her recording. <laughs> it's fucking weird, right? It's like, why? What you, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. you guys, like, his thing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, what? Ugh. I don't know. It's just weird and. Man, the Swedish industry Eerie and. When they have a headquarters for their music, dude. <laughs> it just. This is bad. Like and so this is my thing with Children of Bodom with, with their covers. Like I get, like I, I, I agree with you. They're not very good, but you know what, dude? You can tell they just fucking have fun with it. Like and they just piss it out, and it's like, yeah, it's fine. We <laughs> we enjoyed ourselves. Here you go. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Now, oh. it, unfortunately, this is is probably one of the the lower on the tiers. Which ones did you find better? Uh, Children of Bodom cover shipping up to Boston. That's a good one. We actually technically used to cover that one. Yeah, technically. <laughs> technically, we used to cover that one. You gotta stop making fun of our own bands. Right. Makes us look bad. Um, I also like the uh, um, Looking Out My Back Door song. That one's pretty good too. 
See, I'm not, I'm not the, familiar with that one. With the banjo action going on. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's a fun one. And, and, I, um, and I honestly, I, I kind of like uh, Jesse's Girl because that one's fun as well. That's they, I'm trying to remember. They actually had a maiden cover that was actually pretty okay. But I only put it as pretty okay, which is why I didn't make either one of my lists. Pretty okay. Um, how many downs do I have? I got one, two, three, four, five, six. That's technically the same. You know, I'll just lump this together because, like, there's another Children of Bodom one that's just fucking weird and creepy. It's like when they covered Metallica's one. Instrumentally, it's fine, but the way he did his vocals, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's creepy. It bothers me. So, we'll go back to the up, the, the uppers. This song actually came out quite a while ago. Uh, that I'm going to talk about. This is a seal cover. It's not. The, it's not that seal cover. It's another oh, seal it's cover. Oh, different one. Okay. I got a different seal cover. Apparently, we're, we're, we're going to be seal heavy today. Yeah, we are. Player to be named later. Um, this song came off. This is actually on one of their albums. I'm talking about Mushroom Head. Crazy. The song Crazy. This is a good cover. You know, it's funny because I didn't know this was a cover. You don't. You can't really tell it's a cover until it gets to the chorus, because then like you right. like because like, like they kind of make it their own, like the build up and like the like the, the chunky like the thing, and then like they, he gets into the verse. It's like, well, wait a minute, that sounds like something I've heard yeah. before. Well, it's funny because I never heard the original. I only heard this one, and I'm like, this song's pretty cool. I was in my mushroom head stage. And I was like, yeah, this, this is a good song, and I was at work one day, and like I hear like the original. I'm like, the fuck's covering mushroom head? What the fuck? <laughs> And then they kind of was Who like, slowed down much head? Like, what the hell? But yeah, so yeah, no, it's, it's a great cover. What I, what I like about this one is like kind of going away from like my uh, my headstrong trapped one. These guys made this their own. Oh yeah, like this Definitely. is like completely their own. Like but if they you did look, a good job with it. If you listen to Crazy by Seal, like it's like soft and quiet, but the essence of the chorus is there. Oh yeah, and it's it's neat. It is. It's, it, a, it's a very good cover. Oops, what did I do? Oh shit, you broke it. Um, this was on the album uh, X123. I believe that's 13. Yes. Okay. <laughs> X123. Damn Romans. X with three eyes. I believe that's 13. <laughs> my, Roman, my Roman alphabet. Or Roman alphabet. It's not. It's not Those are numbers, but it's fine. <laughs> I think it's still called the Roman alphabet. Is it? Yeah. I think so. I guess so. I think so. That's before numbers were invented. Came out in 2003. Yeah, so a while ago. it's not much a while of a ago. secret. If you, I mean, yeah, I don't know. This is off their better stuff. I mean, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, with Mushroom Head, their later stuff is yes. a little different. The recycling of members and yeah, yeah, it is what it is. All right, fire away, kid. Uh, I'm gonna sit at the bottom again. We have um, so band called Six Feet Under covered TNT. Um. I grew up an ACDC guy. I listened to it all my life. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Get the giggles out now. <laughs> so, it starts off with fine. You know, it's got the oys and you're cool. But then you, then the vocals come in. And you're just like, okay. And it's the whole song of just that one cookie monster nonsense. Well, you... you've. The whole song. You've heard Six Feet Under before. I have. Okay. I'm just, so. I think it's it's kind of all he's got. 
I know that. It's like if he's on the dance floor, like doing the the, the sprinkler too much. It's, 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 it's rolling really, the dice too much. He's rolling the it's, dice it's too much. Really, all he's got. But like, <laughs> I, it's, like I don't know, man. Like just this, you can say no. It's fine. But you don't have to do it. Which is, I don't know, man. It's just I I, I can't. The instrumentals are fine. But it's just, I, think, I mean, I like screaming stuff, but it just, it just, I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't appeal to me at all. That's all I got for that one. Uh, moving to a higher one. Woo! Uh, you know what? I'm going to follow you with your, with your seal nonsense here. Woo! Uh, if we've all remember the Batman movie. Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, Kiss from a Rose. Um, so this is a cover by the band Wake Me. I actually found this today going through my covers. Um, this is a fantastic cover. Instead of like the piano a little bit, they got like some the uh, guitar solo to follow in there with the do do do. Oh, the uh, the guitar riff is awesome. Oh, it's beautiful. Sounds better as a guitar. And, oh yeah, and like the song like builds builds and it's got the squealies in there. Like it's a great cover. Very well done. Never heard of the band in my entire life, but a plus to them for this one. And I grew up. I mean, this is a song from technically my childhood because the '90s is, is where I was at. So this was on the radio a lot. Yes, it so, was. So I, I remember the song. And it's, even the original is not terrible. It's not a bad song by any means. I own the album. <laughs> I, hey, look, I don't judge. I used to have the uh, BMG music service. Uh, okay. So it was like, I probably got it for like 10 cents uh, if I bought 20. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good song. It's a good, great cover. It sparked my interest. Okay, I have to call out the world metal scene. I'm trying to have a serious poll here, people. Stop picking the funny answer. <laughs> That's what you get for putting a funny answer. If you put, what's your favorite food? A carrot, uh, a french fry, or my left shoe? I'm going to go with left shoe. However, the yeses and the noes are getting much closer. So, like, so people are coming back. They're saying, no, you can't take my phone away. <laughs> Bitch. I'm going to, uh, before I jump back to Marcus, I'm going to grab another... Uh, oh, Okay, I'm sorry. This guy is just making like your point, or like keep it on you in case of an emergency and for photos, videos. But just being on your phone the whole time is just stupid. I agree with him. Whatever. Gold stuff for him. Uh, yeah, let me like this comment. Do it. Like it. Like yeah. Actually, I'm gonna ha ha this comment. Uh, do that too. Or wow, or Whatever. angry, or sad. Fucking poop emoji. So uh, I'll grab one of the uh, other submitted ones. Um, I mean, if you haven't heard this by now, then shame on you. It's stupid. For lack of a better term, uh, Bad Wolves covered Zombie. I know it's all over the radio right now. Never heard it. And we, we know the background behind it. Uh, Maya, um, it's EU Banks. U Banks? U Banks? In any case, we thank you. And uh, it's it's a good cover. It's a great cover. Um, so thank you. Thank you for that one. Marcus? I do still like the City Lights version better. Oh, it's a little more punky. Or the marked version. Yeah, whatever. All right. I got a song that annoys me. Um, I believe it's off of Garage Days, Inc. Let me... Oh, boy. Let me fact check this. I'm sorry about the radio silence while I fact check. We can edit that out, right? If, if we get that far, yeah. It was on Garage, Inc. Uh, Metallica covered the Misfits' last caress, green, forward slash Green Hell. Uh huh. Yes, it did. It annoys me. 
It really does. I hate it. You know what? I think it's because I, I liked... I like Misfits. Is it because every Metallica cover just sounds like Metallica? Well... <laughs> Like, if you didn't know it was a cover, you'd just be like, ah, so it's like I, I guess it's like kind of those things, like, because, like, some of my selections, like, some of these bands, like, really made them their own, and some of my selections, some of these bands, like, really did not make them their own. Uh -huh. So, this isn't, they made it their own. Like, this is just Metallica playing Misfits. And it's stupid. I hate it. They got some decent ones off of the album, though. I mean, Turn the Page, obviously. Whiskey in the Jar. Okay. Turn the page, very popular. It's actually a really good cover. I know you don't like I mean, this one. You have you have something against this one, right? It's just it, there's something about it. I've just never been excited about. Mm -hmm. Like I've never been excited about Turn the Page. What about I Am Evil? That's a good one. I think I like I Am Evil. I don't recall. It's been they a long did, time. They actually covered Tuesday's Gone, which is very interesting because they got the guy from Blues Traveler on the harmonica. So they got a kind of a, a kind of a group. I'd have to check that one out. Is that all on this album? I don't yeah, know. it is. It's, it's, <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's electric. Isn't terrible either. Uh, they did Sabbath Cadaver too. Black like Sabbath, but I actually haven't heard that one. Oh yeah, look at that. Tuesday's Guns right here. Yep. Whiskey in the Jar. That's a cover too, isn't yep. it? Uh, so is this whole album fucking covers? And it like, is. It's exactly what it is. It's all oh. covers. Yeah. I'm so stupid. <laughs> um, they kinda... got Stone Cold Crazy. They got Overkill. All right. Yep. So now I'm just dumb. Anyway, bring us back up. Okay, yeah. I didn't like Last Caress. Okay, so I'm going to bring up... I have two Maiden covers by the same band. Maiden? Like, together? So let's do... Let's see if this is on Spotify. It's not on Spotify. Um, so here's why these are cool. And the thing is, they didn't... This isn't one of those that they, um, they kind of made it their own kind of a thing. Uh, the band is Iced Earth. Ah, uh, okay. Now, the reason why these are cool is because what they do with the instrumentals is they kind of they kind of live them up a little bit. It's kind of like when Affiance uh, did uh, Ace is High. Yes. Like, there's a little bit more chug action yep. and whatnot, but the cool thing is these guitarists can keep up. Yes, they can. With Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. Iced Earth is phenomenal. They are. I, I've always loved Iced Earth. The only problem with Iced Earth is you got to keep up with their singer. Because there's a different guy every album. <laughs> it feels like that sometimes. <laughs> and the guy that is singing, he can pull the Dickinson. In fact, he's all clean. There's no, there's no, there's no hard scream in, in, in Iced Earth. The two songs that I really like, I like the Trooper, and I like Transylvania. Is this off a tribute to the gods? Um, I'm looking at an album cover that says Dystopia, but I would not okay. discredit that because they did a tribute to the gods, where it's all covers. Number of the Beast, Highway to Hell, Burning Few, all really good covers. But anyway, continue. But yeah, Iced, Iced Earth kills it. So, Children of Bodom, no covers. Iced Earth, all the covers you want, man. <laughs> all the covers you want. Because I love Iced Earth. 2011, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Nice. I picked out Transylvania and the Trooper, but yeah, Halloween I named that. That's a that's a that's a great cover by them as well. But I didn't pick that because you know what? Who hasn't covered Halloween I name? Legally, no. <laughs> Too soon? I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. So we're covering a cover of a cover of a cover of a ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of a scandal. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I like it. Yeah, you tell me where who, where this originated. Yeah, Everybody's right, playing right, it. Right. Exact lyrics and everything. 
So, um, this might get some controversy. Woo! <laughs> uh, recently, um, in this moment, put out, um, I believe it, it was off the new album, and they covered In the Air Tonight. Um, I like In This Moment. I have nothing against them. I think they're, I think they're great. Um, the the non-point version of In the Air Tonight, I think, is the, the top winner in all this. But, oh. but they, so they covered In the Air Tonight, which I get they put their own spin on it. But the thing is, is, is it's, it's, it's kind of boring. Like, it's, it's really soft and, and fluffy. But I think, you know, coming from the drummer aspect, the main part of this song is that Phil Collins Phil, the dun 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 It's not in the song. They don't do it. Okay, that's stupid. And so if you're going to do it like m- slow and mellow and like just Phil like, Collins, well, it's just you like, need dun, the... Dun, dun, dun. Like, it's not, it's it's like kind of, but it's not It's not what it should be there. Yeah, you suck. And, and I think that's what kills me. Like, you need that in the song. That's what makes it. Especially if you're going to keep it like slower. You need like that build. Mike Tyson! Wait a second, wait a second. Diddy, diddy, diddy. Yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, I think that's that's the killer for me. Yeah, let me piggyback to in this moment real quick. Have you heard the white wedding? No, I don't think I've heard that one. But it's a black wedding. Is it black wedding? Oh, is it actually? She a did. Cover? She did it with somebody else. Um, oh. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who the artist was, but it's like a nice day for a black wedding. Really? That's so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Freaking! I think I was on a road trip and like that's like on the twenty song loop on Octane. Really? Just fucking rip my face off. Stop it! When one of these songs gets on that loop, I had a pretty good one this last uh, this last uh, April when I went down to Florida. Pretty good loop. Yeah, nice. I shot Octane. I didn't want to <laughs> kill you. Proud of you. <laughs> uh, so next, I'm gonna I'm gonna take from the um, from your arch enemy a little bit. Uh, their original band or her original band, The Agonist. Uh, they released with their new singer, uh, Take Me to Church. Um, so she's actually an opera singer from what I've, what I've researched on her, uh, the, the new, uh, replacement. And, um, so they covered, uh, Take Me to Church. If you don't know the background to the song, it's, it's pretty deep. It's, it's a heavy song. There's a lot of po- political, you know, religious, Ugh. but, uh, yeah, she's pretty hot too. Uh, she's so gorgeous. Um, but it's a neat cover. It's got a little, little grunginess to it. it uh, she she does mostly clean the entire song, which is nice. Yeah, but she's she got that raspy. She does. She's got that nice. And she's rasp. got some growls in there. It's it's a pretty good cover. Definitely definitely check out. But uh, yeah. If I mean the song has been all over the radio, but uh, definitely definitely check into that one. It's a it's a good one. Ah, she Plus, is so amazing. I like the agonist in general, whether it's a new or you know Alyssa. It's always been good. I'm jealous. So, uh, before we go back to Marcus, I'm going to grab another one. Now, this is actually a badass cover. I've never heard this song by Ramstein, Sonny. Um, this is from uh, Danica Markowitz. So, thank you. Uh, the band is called Caliban, and the, uh, they, uh, they can't cover Ramstein, Sonny. Now, I never heard the song Sonny, but I listened to the original first. And then you listen to their version, and it's just like fucking blows it out of the water. It's so much heavier, and it's just a lot more force behind it. So uh, thank you, uh, Danica, for that one. 
Definitely another add to my playlist for sure. They do it in English? I know it's in German as well. Okay. Is the original Sonny in German? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry. Um, I think I'm out of bets. Uh-oh. I have two more if you want. I have three more if you want to borrow one of mine. No, we'll just scrape them all together later. I, I threw up Black Wedding. I guess I you can did. count. Yeah, I can count with my bad. That's true. All right, so this this cover is like a gazillion years old, and uh, only if only um if the uh, if the other Mark is listening, he'll know exactly what this is because I was obsessed with this song for like for like a very long time. I'm trying to find it. For, there it is. There it is. Okay, so I always, I've always had this obsession with like pop songs that get turned into like metal songs, sure. kind of a thing. So this uh, this guy he he goes under Leander. He used to be a solo artist. He used to do like all of the parts. Like he kind of did like the Trent Reznor, and like I think this the video for this song that's actually on YouTube is actually him playing all the instruments. He uh-huh. has since has a full band. So Leander does exist. I want to say they're German, but don't quote me on that. Um, I'll try I to look. You show him in this. One. I'll this try to link one. him up. This song is great. It's an awesome cover. It's a yeah. cover of Bad Romance yeah. by Lady Gaga. So it keeps the essence of the song, but it's just fucking metal. Yeah, he doesn't have it on like Spotify or anything. It's all right. Yeah, I think uh, I downloaded it somehow. Yeah. At one point, it's on one of my computers. That's a, it's a really good. That cover. was on, that was on well my done. playlist, but it's heavy. It's heavy as shit. It's it's like really thick with bass, like the yep. du- like double kick and like whatnot. And then the cool part is like at the end, he just goes fucking ballistic. He goes, he goes ham. Yeah. Just goes sure. just goes nuts. So it's like with instrumental, just like like just awesome. Awesome, um, awesome, awesome. I, I want to do a quick piggyback. Uh, if you yep. haven't heard the Hailstorm version as well. I almost picked that. It's a good cover as well. Almost picked that. I mean, her voice is just unreal. So. But Leander ruined it for me. No, for sure. For I, told, I agree with you. There's totally. actually a Lethal Injection actually does a, a decent cover of it as well. Really? really? That's one of those popular cover songs. Although I think the number Lady one... Lady Gaga's hot. Although, yeah. <laughs> uh, although, uh, I think the most popular covered song is uh, Paint It Black. Because there's literally like 40 to 50 covers, if not more. Fucking song. And they're all the same. So, just to go back to the Bad Romance by Leander, I think yep. what actually makes the song, and again, unfortunately, we don't have the uh, we don't have the licensing agreement to be able to play it for you. Of course. You got to go to the first, I, I guess it would be the chorus for Bad Romance, like the first, oh, oh, oh yep. and listen to the guitar that's in the background because he's just going, diddly, 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 like it's. Oh, diddles. Everyone like, likes the diddles. But it's perfect. And then it goes right back into the like it's an awesome transition. It's well done. It's well written. It's something that they totally made their own, and it's just fucking killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I dig it. Dig it, digging. All right, I'm gonna bring us down again. Boo. All right, so uh, you know what? We're, we're gonna kind of piggyback our six feet under one. So there's a band called Amorphous. There's a band called Six Foot Silence that she's one. <laughs> So it's called Amorphous is the band, and they covered uh, Light My Fire. Oh, Jesus. And it's got the same uh, situation that uh, the Six Feet Undercover did. Unfortunately, Light My Fire has a lot more lyrics in it. The, the, the only way you know this is Light My Fire is because of the fucking keyboard. <laughs> That's like the only, only... Otherwise, he's just, oh, just Cookie Monsters, the whole thing again. There's, 
it's one of those things like and and the question you asked me you know to make it your own but you gotta kind of you gotta give it something you can't just make it boring can a death can a fan of like death or doom metal actually email me and explain this to me because i i understand death metal music i actually like a quite a bit of death metal music like i I do have a limit of, of like noise but like when there's actually substance and yeah, actual yeah, yeah. talent there like I can really get into it do death metal fans really enjoy when a band like Amorphous does something like Light My Fire right like do you get it do you like it is that something that like you're gonna jam out to if you see it in concert like you're just gonna like fucking lose your mind for like for like three or four songs and then they come out with like Light My Fire are you really gonna get into something like right. that like I, I'm actually curious like I don't they don't know. even change like the the instruments. It's like the same thing. It's like the dude. It's a replica with with the the Cookie Monster over here. Like, we'll have to do a follow up with like Plea of Insanity. I'll have him call in. Yeah. It's like, hey, I want to. I, I have a couple of questions. We should just uh, find all the covers like this and be like, you know, what's uh, the reaction to it? Is it good? Is it bad? Oh, that'd be a good bonus episode. Right. Even though we still can't technically play the music. We'll have to figure that out. I'll figure maybe, it out. Maybe maybe the uh, the. The governing bodies won't pay attention for like one episode. <laughs> I'm just hiding in there. It'll be like the one that we get sued for. Yeah, Fuck. it would be. It would be the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so to bring it up a little bit. Um, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Marcus actually showed me these guys. Uh, they're called the Duets. I've never heard of them beforehand, but um, we know anyone in the the pop culture uh, Despacito, which I never heard that song until I heard the cover. I knew about it. I heard bits and pieces. Never fully listened to it because it's not my not my genre, not my cup of uh, you know whiskey. So um, this version of Despacito is really good. It's like super punky. It's quick. It's it's got um, n- neat lyrical. One of the guys has to be Spanish, like he's, he, to, to to pound at the Spanish parts. You know what I mean? Like he's very good at it. Like he has to be. Not white people can't do that. We we know this. So. I would have learned. I wanted to do this with Marked, but I got trumped on this one, too. Uh, it's, it's an awesome cover. I play it at work all the time. You know what it does? So. It actually it actually satisfies my my guilty pleasure of my uh, my Dominican Republic pop music. <laughs> it, you know, in a, lot of, a lot of these covers make me really enjoy the songs as they are. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you know what happens? The original comes on, you can sing along with it. Yeah, like, I know the word. You know, half the time I've learned the covers, you understand the words better than like, the original songs. Sometimes, like, I know so much T-Swift right now because of, yeah. I prevail. <laughs> like, I prevail, I knew you were trouble. Yeah, 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 no, for sure, for sure. That was, uh, oh shit, who did that one? Um, I knew you were trouble? I knew you were trouble. It was the, they just Our lost the night. singer. Our last night. Oh, no, no Ice Nine Kills. Nope. Oh, lost the singer, huh? Um, um, we came as Romans. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Oh, thank God I remember that. That would have driven me nuts, here, and then I would have um, lost my mind. It was it, it was between this one, and I also found a cover of Chandelier, which was actually pretty decent as well. It's not a bad cover. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show you it later. I'll run it through. Um, moving on to a submitted And then there was, that, there was that other song that was out there from um, Nicki Minaj, um, Black Widow. Oh, but then Fame, yeah. on, Fame on Fire came with, out with, uh, one. with uh, Twiggy. Yeah, yeah. Fame on Fire came out. It's like, oh, that's great. That's um, perfect. I can't even write better than that. So fuck. Right, yeah. Damn it. Uh, next, next in line. So uh, Andrew Morrow actually sent us three separate ones. So I kind of, I just, I picked one of the, one of the three. Um, 
So thank you, Andrew, for this uh, Night Wish covered Over the Hills and Far Away. This is a Led Zeppelin song. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I've never really listened too much on Night Wish, but... Uh, Acquired this, taste. Right. Um, but I mean, her, her vocals are... I mean, it's that opera kind of... Yeah, it can only take so much of the opera. Right. But uh, overall, it's a, it's a good cover. I think they did it justice. They have their twist on it. It doesn't distort the song. But yeah. Thank you, Andrew. You know, you know what? I didn't I didn't remember that this existed, but I think this one was actually mentioned and I apologize if this is on your list for later. Uh, pictures of Matchstick Men. Nope. From uh Typo Negative. I do have a Typo Negative, but not that one. So the pictures of Matchstick Men, Ozzy Osbourne did that, but Ozzy Osbourne covered that from somebody else. Makes sense. I can't remember for the life of me who the original artist is, and I'm not going to bore you with me Googling right now. Uh, bring us up with some, some new stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I got a couple that I could actually that I could actually bring up because I was kind of battling. What have I given you so far? I gave one, two, three, four. So I've given you four. Okay, yeah. So I had a couple so I was, I was kind of battling this one. So I had two slower ones that I'll, I'll actually give like a little bit of honorable mention. There's a, uh, there's a cover out there by uh, Perfect Circle. They did uh, the Beatles, Imagine. They did. That's a good one, too. It's neat. It, it is. It's like they kind of added like their own like weird, like little psychedelic Wibbly vibe to it kind back, of yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, it's pretty it's pretty slow. It's pretty uh, like it's not like it's not exciting by any means, no. but like it's 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 a neat cover it is. from Agreed. them. And another one that I gave, like, just some honorable mentions, uh, Evanescence's version of Heart Shaped Box. Yes. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. It's, it's different, yeah. Again, mellowed out, like, kind of a thing. So just honorable mentions. The one that I want to talk about, band called Fozzie. They covered Judy, Judas Priest, uh, Riding on the Wind. Okay. This is actually a pretty solid cover. Let me... Fozzie Bear? <laughs> I know, right? Hold on, let me silence this crap here. I got too much stuff going on in the background. I'm a horrible producer. Uh, the cool thing is they can actually keep up with like the instrumentals and the vocals can like kind of keep up. But I think I feel like they added like a little bit of pace to it, kind of thing. And like, kind of like that thing where like like a, when a band does like something from. Uh, it kind of modernizes it like a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. Now Fozzie's, what I'm familiar with Fozzie, they get that weird like '80s vibe. Anyway, they're kind of the, uh, they're, they're kind of like a, like a throw like a yeah. throwback kind of a deal, but modern. Yeah. We actually saw them at the Revolution Rock tour. Like Fozzie, we did. We did. Fozzie you're right. Yes, there. you're right. Like there was kind of, I mean, it was like one of those. Yeah, they're kind of kind of gnarly. But it's a cool cover, man. Like, cause you know they they kind of they kind of own that. They get that Buck Cherry. Um, what's that Led Zeppelin knockoff, man? <laughs> Led Zeppelin knockoff. <laughs> good, good, good way to put that. What's the name? Why is it escaping me? Um, doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. They're, they're nothing. Doesn't matter. See, we're at that point in the evening where the alcohol is kicking in. But yeah, right in the wind. Fozzy, good song. Fozzy, Fozzy. With a couple of honorable mentions. I'm going to follow your honorable mention with one of our requested ones while we're here. Uh, typo Negative, uh, Paranoid. Uh, a really brought, mellowed out, brought, gnarly brought, version brought of Paranoid. To, brought to us by Sarah Payton, so thank you, Sarah. 
Um, to be honest, when I listened to the song, I had to find Paranoid in there. Like, it's difficult to see where you are in the song because it's, it's much different. It's definitely droned down for sure. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I love Typo Negative. They do uh, Summer Breeze too, which isn't a bad cover either. Summer Breeze is actually a really that, good that's cover. That's a decent one. Summer Breeze. <laughs> Pretty much. Feel fine. So uh, thank you, Sarah, for your. Uh, I loved my inclusion. aunt, but she died. <laughs> so uh, starting starting at the bottom. Here we are starting at the bottom. Uh, the last one I picked is uh, now Ozzy had a cover album. I don't know if anyone knew this. I didn't know this. Um, so off the uh, album. There's only a, a few songs, but the uh, it's called Undercover. Uh, Rocky Mountain Way is, is okay. A Mississippi Queen, honestly, is probably the only really good one off of it. But they 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 decided to cover all the young dudes. Now, I I've I grew up with David Bowie for my mother. Um, I'm a big David Bowie fan. I respect the man to hell and back. This song is. This cover, I should say, is just, it's just horrible. It's just, like, there's a bunch of children singing in the back. I don't know where he found them. I don't, <laughs> we don't want to know. I probably not. <laughs> and it's just him going, ah, ah, in the back. Like, it's, it's just not good. I'm sorry. I mean, I give Zach a little credit for the guitar work, but otherwise, it's just, I'm, I can't know. It's just not good. I'm sorry, Ozzy. I mean, you're the Prince of Darkness, but you gotta leave your darkness where it needs to be. You know, don't turn the light on, man. Stay away from the children. <laughs> yeah, stay away from the children. <laughs> don't step into the light. It's just, it's not good. I'm sorry. Not good. Green, green, green bananas. Here. No, no banana bread for this one. Alright, so I'm obsessed with watching this poll now. The yeses and the noes are getting very close. Uh oh. Now they still they're they're still only about eighty percent of the vote. Eighty like or twenty percent of the vote. Twenty percent, yeah. Eighty percent of the vote still says who fucking cares, <laughs> stay metal and mosh. Of course it does. I love you guys. A lot of feedback, a lot of response. Good, good. I, I do like this world metal scene group. Uh so for for my last um upper here. Um so I, I recently came across this band just randomly searching YouTube. Uh, they're a band called Lilac. Um, it's, a, it's an entire uh -huh. family. Yep. Entire family band. Um, first song I heard from them, it's the, they, uh, have, they have a... Um, Liliac, a, right? Well, it's Lilac, is how you'd say it. Really? Yep. Okay, I'll shut up. Sorry. Um, so they have their own... Uh, some, uh, something Thorns, I believe, is the, the actual... Uh, their, um, what's the word? Original stuff. But um, they mostly dwell in the cover department. And they, they have everything from the Troopers, Somebody to Love, Paranoid, Rainbow in the Dark. I mean, they're, they're fully loaded. The Rainbow the one, in the Dark cover, I especially like them. The one that, and they all come with videos, mind you. They're all videoed. Um, but Enter uh, Sandman was actually the one that I chose because it's the first one I heard. And, dude, her voice is fucking unreal. I mean, she's. I think she's like eighteen, nineteen. I don't know. She's, I say she's not very. She, she's uh, very young. 
Um, but the, the whole band is a family. Like the one of the guitarists looks like he think he's like eight, maybe twelve. Like the keyboardist, I think is like eleven. Like uh, the her sisters on the drums. I mean, but like, I mean, the man likes to squeals, mind you. This is a very squealy version of the song, which is fine with me, I guess. But her vocals is just something about them. They're so raspy. They're so like that '80s hair metal kind of like sound behind them and it just ever since i've heard her voice i've pretty much picked up every one of their covers and making a fortune on youtube with three million six hundred ninety nine thousand four hundred and thirty views i'm sure they are i think they made they were on uh they were on a tv show too they made 38 bucks <laughs> right <laughs> 38 50 um if you haven't found these guys you need to check them out they're they're phenomenal i what's gonna happen to her when she grows up I never know. She like sound like a man. You have smoker voice. Smoker voice. Smoker. I didn't even smoke. I don't even smoke. This is who I am. I was born this way. I did vocals. Yeah. No, but uh, on a serious note, definitely check these guys out. All their covers are really good. They're phenomenal. What's she playing too? She's a guitarist. Too? She's a bass player. Bass player. Okay. There it is. All right. Now I see. Sweet. Yeah. When hosts are watching videos in the background. Then... You got one more. Uh, might be tapped to be honest. Okay, then I'll, I'll finish up with my last. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting the word. Recommended, submitted, submitted. That's the word. Yeah. Submission. Yeah. Um, I didn't know the song existed. Ooh, can't wait. But uh, Trini Kenny Kinney Kinney. Anyway, apologize for butchering your name. F seven the names, guys. Uh, yeah. So body count. Uh, Ice T's. Uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They covered yeah, yeah. "Raining Blood." I didn't. I didn't know this. I like how they they actually spelled it "Raining Blood" too. Like the correct way. Like body count does "Raining Blood." Raining, like raining. Yeah. Blood, not raining. Not rain, blood. raining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is cool because if you listen to the the YouTube video, he'll actually tell you the reason why body count exists, which is neat. Um, it's a decent cover. He does it. He does a pretty good job with the vocals. I mean, instrumentally, it's spot on. He's got that weird, that weird thing where, like, I think he, like, deep down, this guy always wanted to be metal. Oh yeah. But like, he just grew up in like a rap world. Agreed. But he's he like, dude, he doesn't do the screaming stuff, but he has enough like. Well, neither did charm. Slayer back then. Well, like, yeah. Slayer didn't really scream. Right. Like, he's just kind of. Yeah. He just like talks at you, and then like he like like he, like his scream is like a high vocal. Range. Right. Right. Which is funny because, uh, um. Ice T actually does a song with Slayer. Uh, I forget which Slayer song it is, but uh, it's pretty good. So it's probably where it kind of all came from. It's a good cover, decent cover. Super good. Yeah, for sure. Good recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Very good recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for all of you guys for. There was, I mean, there was, there was like, there's a good amount of them. I think like 24, 25. Participation. We love the participation, guys. Like, if any of you are actually listening from the world metal scene, like, thank you guys so much for, uh, for like the interactions. Like, keep it coming. Come give the Facebook page a like. Yes. Send us an email with more. Yes. So, I got one more track that we're going to share from Mask of Sanity because they did send us three. I know it's been a while since you guys had to listen to music. You have to listen to us talk. I'm so sorry. Point of the podcast. <laughs> God forbid. But this is going to be uh, Mask of Sanity. This song is going to be called Thrash Sabbath. Enjoy.
I figured I would follow up with, uh, I, I tried to avoid the live ones, like I said, um, but I figured I'd throw them at the end for really bad live covers. Um, first one I found was, was Kanye West uh, doing Bohemian Rhapsody, which just shouldn't be a thing because, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the video. It's Bohemian Rhapsody, Kanye West versus Drunken Idiot. Yeah, you saw that too, huh? <laughs> 
I mean, this is only, you can only make it better, I guess. Ah, uh, Christ. Uh, the, the second one that, that I picked, and actually a guy that I work with, he's a, he's a big Tool fan, so he got to listen to it and cry a little bit. <sighs> uh, but Limp Bizkit in uh, 1999 in Boston covered uh, Opiate. And good Lord. <laughs> good God, God help us all. <laughs> You know, I'd like to say this about the music fans, though, about the Kanye West with the Bohemian Rhapsody. I like the fact that you guys actually went to the uh, the, the actual, like, links, and it's like a five-to-one, like, thumbs-down versus thumbs-up. Like, give the middle finger to that motherfucker. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of live performances from Limp Bizkit in 1999, have you ever heard the Prince cover? I don't think I want to. Of 1999. Like the song? This was actually on. This is actually iconic. Oh from uh, from 1999 because this was on the actual like overnight thing for like MTV. For like the, so like I mean what was I at this time? I was 16 years old. I was eight. Oh man, this song is great, dude. Sounds like corn. It does. It does. It does. You're right. <laughs> it's, it's, yes, it does. They were very popular together. I'm really feeling those lighters. I was sleeping when I wrote this. <laughs> and I wrote this. Excuse me if I go astray. So weird. So weird. This is actually not bad. Yeah. Like, this is this is actually the reason why I always wanted to go to Times Square for, like, New Year's Eve, even though this doesn't really happen right. anymore. No, now it's like... like like Whitney Houston holograms and yeah, Tupac holograms and uh, American Idol stars. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Wait, you gotta wait for the heavy part to get really get into it. Yeah, it's it. I know we're not on a video right now. You can't like watch me headbang, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll move we'll, on with the uh, with the podcast. We'll edit that part out. Let's talk about some beer. It's good. It's time to grab another beer and then talk about it. This is the Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Beer Review. Alrighty. 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 I'm fucking hosting monster trucks. We're just getting pumped Whoa, up, man. Partying like it's 1999. <laughs> Alright. Quick poll update. The yeses have taken over the nose. Ah. But they're still well behind. Who fucking cares? Stay metal and mosh. <laughs> good. Okay, that, that's the answer. I don't I know want. if this is a good idea or a bad idea. If I should do like a poll like every single episode, yeah, that way yeah, I have something to be distracted by. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Completely fucking squirrel away. Just de- derail. I mean, if Jay was here, I mean, he'd be throwing us all over the place. So. <laughs> okay. I love you, Jay, but like, let's be honest. This is a cat singing a cover of fucking. Ministries, I'm no telling you, w. Jay, I hope you listen to this episode because this is really what I thought your cover situation would look like. Okay, this band originally wrote this, but they covered it later on a follow-up album to the original single release. And I was going to be like, what? <laughs> Try that again. What are you talking about? Do I need to bring my uh, my or, or there was going to be like some kind of like le- lecture on the, the original cover right. song. So I hope you listen to this. because Yeah, I made fun of you when you're not here. Let's talk you about some... You can't hurt me if you don't see me. If you, if you can't make fun of your friends, who can you make fun of? 
Um, I went with New Belgium Brewing. T- New Belgium Brewing today. This is the Voodoo Ranger Revolving IPA Series. This is called the Juicifer IPA. I like the pitchfork. That makes sense. It's pretty neat. Like the pitchfork with the uh, with the with the with the hops hop, and that hop in there. I think that's a monkey wearing sunglasses and a palm tree. Good, good for them. Yeah. So chaos, <laughs> chaos in a can. Um, it's a seven point seven percent alcohol by volume. It's uh, it's a little on the hazy end. It is an IPA. It's is a little it on the juicy side. Is it juicy? It has a it has a good good level of uh, sweetness. Good. I feel like in uh, in uh, in previous weeks these guys are out of uh, Asheville, North Carolina, for. Yeah, Fort Collins. Oh, Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. So that's quite it's quite a stretch if you had to make a trip from office to office for uh, New Belgium Brewing. But um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a it's a it's a juicy beer. Uh, four out of six. Okay. I, I went a little juicy myself. Uh, so UFO has a limited edition uh, blueberry lemonade beer, which actually was. Uh, with the essence of um, the Seltzerade-inspired beer was actually brewed in collaboration with our sparkle-loving friends at Polar. So uh, a bear got involved with this one. <coughs> I, I, uh, I've i always liked UFO. They always got some decent ones. The raspberry's really good. UFO by the Harpoon Brewery, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yep. Um, their uh, their white's really good as well, um, but this one this one's nice. It's uh, as Marcus would say, it is crushable. It's not overly sweet. It's got a little tartness to it. Overall, a pretty decent beer. I would uh, I'd give it a four out of six. That folks is all the excitement that we have for you today. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot again to if you guys are actually listening over at the World Metal Scene. Thanks for uh, participating with the poll and keeping me distracted this whole time, especially with the uh, with the comments. Thanks for uh, participating, actually submitting some cover songs yes, to us. You. I mean, we actually we actually learned some pretty good stuff. We did. Um, you guys have uh, Sabbath covers for days yeah. out there, so like I know it's a trend. Yep. But hey, I dig it. That's awesome. Killer. Um, good stuff. Good stuff had by all. Any other uh, follow like follow up or feedback? I mean, please give us an email hmoa six pack gmail um, you can also submit any uh, any inquiries at our website, hmoa6pack.podomatic.net. There's uh, there's uh, reach us icons over there. Um, thanks again to Mask of Insanity for sharing their, their tunes with us. I mean, please go check them out. Go give their uh, Facebooks a like and uh, go check them out on Bandcamp and buy their shit. <laughs> Bye. Uh, like, share, listen, repeat. Um, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook. There is a Twitter account out there, which sometimes gets posted if uh, we post something on Instagram and share it to Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's kind of how that works. Yep. And uh, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Good day. Good evening. Goodbye. See ya. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.